Hi, welcome to Dogs Are Smarter Than People with New York Times best-selling author Carrie Jones and her adorable husband Sean Farrar. Woo! Thanks for hanging out with us as we give some life tips and real-life marriage banter. Let's get started now with a random thought. Hey, welcome to the podcast where Sean is yawning. (laughs) Way to get everyone excited. I was right in the middle of a big yawn, dude. Why'd Um, you start it up? Because I'm evil. You're not evil. I am, but I'm not as evil as the people in our random thought. What's our random thought about? Allegedly. I mean, I don't know them in real life, so who knows? But to me, living with your, like... Kids and a whole bunch of weapons in a children's museum. What? Seems a little, like, maybe evil. How do you live in a children's museum, let alone with weapons? Well, according to ABC News, yeah. um, which is taking the article from the Associated Press, in Carson City, Nevada, a couple, right, mm-hmm. were keeping not just their kids at a children's museum where they were working, but also a bunch of weapons. Really? Yes. He was a janitor, and he's 41, and he's been charged with child neglect and endangerment and possession of a suppressor and a short barrel rifle. Rifle. <laughs> rifle. Like reefer, but yeah. rifle. Yeah, I don't think he'd get in that much trouble for the reefer. Um, anyways, and they discovered, like, when the po-po went in there, right, they went into a storage room, and there's a freaking arsenal in there. Oh, look, it also included drug paraphernalia like a bong and a used marijuana joint. So there was reefer. Reefer and a reefer. <laughs> so he had an AK-47, handguns, three, pistol, the stuff to put inside all those, also known as ammunition, <laughs> a taser, <laughs> and knives. And I, ca- I guess, like, the kids, oh like, the kids could have gotten them. That's what they're saying. So not only could their own kids have gotten them, like kids in, in the, the kids museum. museum could have gotten them. And the reason they figured out that they were even living there is like the two-year-old was just walking around all by themselves. Really? Yeah. And they're like, what? Um, why is this kid alone? And then like the older sister, like they're like, baby, where do you live? And she's like, I live at the museum. So their oh. kids narked them out. And... <laughs> So, like, they saw, like, they walked through the property with one of the board members of the museum. This never happens on anything I'm the board of, and I kind of feel left out. And they looked through, and they found sleeping bags and clothes and mattresses and food and all, like, in places that were kind of off limits to the visitors. And the janitor's wife is the museum manager, and she was living there, too. But they haven't charged her with anything yet. Why not? I don't know. Well, they've been fired. Wow. Yeah. And uh, the board issued an apology that said they were shocked and saddened. I'm sure they were. Yeah. And they're trying to figure out how to reopen. Well. You know, I want to know if it was a cool children's museum. Like, did they have dinosaurs in there? Like, paper mache things? And like oh, you could probably. just play all the time because yeah, that would be like the, a dream after sure. after hours. The children are probably just running rampant in there, <sighs> having the time of their life. That would be awesome. Why the heck not? That would be awesome. But also, like, why did I want to know the whole story? Why were they living in the museum?
them? Yeah, Did the museum not pay them enough? Like, what's going on? <laughs> you know, she was the manager. He was the janitor. They're both employed. Maybe they were just trying to save money to buy a house. Maybe. They didn't want to pay rent. That's sad. So they moved in voluntarily on the sly. I'm just saying I'd live in a museum. Not every museum, though. You know, if they like, not an auto dinos- museum. If they did have dinosaurs and stuff like that after the kids were in bed, we could yeah, do all yeah. kinds of role playing. It always goes to that, too, doesn't it? Yeah. All right, yeah. <laughs> oh, let's get on with a regular part of the podcast before you get super naughty. Never. <laughs> that was hilarious. What are, baby girl, what? what are we talking about tonight? Tonight we're talking about, once again, how you should nap like an ancient warrior. Oh my god, I wish I could. I know. How did they nap? Well, they just took a nap. They weren't like, hey, you're such a wuss, taking a nap. They knew that naps were important. We have lost that knowledge. So when our daughter was little, she would shout, you want to shout it? Napping is for the weak. Which was super annoying, obviously, but we've forgiven her, right? Yes. Uh-huh. Um, and despite for her, despite her love for Alexander the Great, who definitely took naps, she truly fed into the Western cultural ideal that napping means that you're either weak-minded or weak-bodied. Or you just learn to enjoy life a little more. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. What's the difference between napping... And sleeping until one in the afternoon. No, well. There you missed six hours of activity in between waking up and your nap. That's. Are you talking about our daughter? Oh no, not Uh, at all. (laughs) Anyways, as cultures, we're so anti-napping that we medicate our bodies with caffeine to make it through the day or other things. The British even have a four o'clock tea time where they put in that caffeine. Like, hey, it's tea time. Well, you know, that's like. Three and four o'clock is like the time of day where most people get the tireds, right? I get the tireds at three yeah. a.m. So sleep makes your brain work better, and it's legitimately your body's best friend. And we well, don't... my body's best friend for damn sure. So, but people are 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 nudges about this. But if you imagine your health is a stool, right? I feel like my health is often stool like. Well, no, you're just thinking about the stools you made. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> On a different kind my, of seating thing, but sometimes yeah. I feel like my health is real crappy. <laughs> okay, but imagine it's a stool. Yeah. One, and it's a three-legged stool, right? And one leg is sleep, and one is, leg is eating healthy, and one leg is exercise. We focus a lot of our time and our money on two of those legs. Dude, but I only we, got one and a half legs. You <laughs> made me snort <laughs> I got sleep and half of eating healthy. (laughs) (laughs) Sean got a bag of Doritos. (laughs) Specifically so I could have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich with this raspberry jelly that Carrie made yesterday. From our own raspberries. And the raspberries that we accidentally grew. (laughs) Shut up. So anyways, it was all on purpose. It's delicious. All on purpose. Anyways. Back to napping. We focus a lot of our money and our time on those legs, but blow off the third leg, right? And that makes the whole stool wobbly. But. <laughs> yeah, you can't have a two-legged stool. No, man. 
<laughs> unless, you know, the brown guy. Adults <laughs> are meant to sleep between 6 to 10 hours a night. And Dude, a, we are short in ourselves. And according to the CDC, one in three Americans don't get that six hours a what? night. What? So you want a sleep, allegedly, at the same time at night, and you want to wake up at the same time, and you want to set your damn alarm, and you want to cover your windows and not look at screens before bed. Oh, blah, that's bullcrap right there. Blah. Screens can put you to sleep. They put me asleep on it. <laughs> Carrie's like halfway through the episode, old man. She's snoring over there. Yeah, I am. No. So anyways, we hear it all the time. But what about a nap, right? How yeah. does that help? A nice siesta. Well, the brain has neural circuits. A neural circuit, Yeah. according to Psychology Dictionary, is... The structural arrangement of neurons and their interactions with each other when placed end to end. Circuits typically completed one task, such as forming a negative feedback loop opposed to multitasking. So those baby circuits in your brain, they need to get reset. You don't want to, like, and a nap resets them, right? You want to not sleep more than 40 minutes during your nap, but you want to get at least five and the really? best time to do that is in the afternoon, like you were saying, but not close to your bedtime. Like, so not like at nine, if you go to sleep at 10, but after lunch, like in a lot of Southern European and South and Central American cultures, right? That's what I'm talking about. What, what? Eat some frozen burritos, heat it up in the microwave and take a nap. According, then the bag of Doritos. According <laughs> to Will Parker at scienceagogo.com. New experiments by NIMH grantee Alan Hobson, M.D., Robert Stickgold, Ph.D., and <laughs> colleagues at Harvard University show that a midday snooze reverses information overload and that a 20% overnight improvement in learning and motor skill is largely traceable to a late stage of sleep that some early risers might be missing. Overall... Their studies suggest that the brain uses a night's sleep to consolidate the memories of habits, actions, and skills learned during the day. The bottom line is, we should stop feeling guilty about taking that power nap at work or catching those extra winks the night before our piano recital. So when you nap, your limbic systems get all activated and sexy, and that is the emotional center of your brain. So once those limbic systems are activated... It lowers the monoaminase, which I cannot say, but they're actually these depression reducers and they reduce your anxiety and are used to treat schizophrenia, like in pill form, right? Yeah. Napping not only does that, it also lowers your risk of heart attack, and stroke, and diabetes. Oh, we need to start napping, baby. I have been secretly napping. Have you really? Yeah. Oh, you bitch. I know. I'm sorry. Naps no. are rock stars. No, you're lying, right? No, I'm not. You better be lying. <laughs> Naps are rock stars for making you feel better and healthier. That's why we talked about them back in May, too. So you better be lying, people. <laughs> and look, Alexander the Great never lost a battle in 15 years. He named dozens of cities after himself. Oh, I named dozens of cities after myself, too. And the name is in Sim stick. City. In Sim City, <laughs> Anyways, he named dozens of cities after himself, and that man napped. So you can, too. Right? You've been napping during the day? For reals? Yeah. For no, five minutes. No, no. I you. flop on the couch and set my timer for five minutes and I go to sleep. Oh, I can't believe it. That's why you it. keep coming home and there's like symphonic music 
Oh, well, that crap puts me to sleep just sitting in front of my computer. <laughs> oh, crap. oh, my God. I mean, it really just oh my God. turns your brain right off to mushiness. Oh, we are not compatible. Why? Oh, you know what? <laughs> you... Do you want to do the dog tip? Yeah, man, once you stop it for one hot second, let me take a deep breath. <laughs> dog <sighs> tip. For life. Life, 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 <laughs> life, life, life. Nice reverb there, baby. Thank you. You go around upstairs and check the windows make sure the rain isn't coming Dude, in. Dude, did you not check the windows? No, bro. It's not coming in. Any what about Emmy's room? If it ain't coming in any of these, it ain't coming in It hers. ain't coming in nowhere. All right. Remember that time that I made fun of your speech pattern on Twitter and I got yelled at? For... You should, rightly, you should have. No, they were yelling at me for, like, endorsing... So, like, the grammatical incorrectness of ain't. Do you remember that? Oh, no. It's always random guys. <laughs> always random guys. Of course it is. Always <laughs> neck views. Oh, no. I no. Women in their... In Democratic women. Not yeah. that I'm not one, but Democratic women in their 60s often yell at me, too. Oh. Like, you're too self-effacing, Carrie. Own your power. Oh, they're just trying to empower you, man. I know, and this comes from a place of kindness, but... So this is supposed to be the dog tip for life. Yeah, all right, sorry. Dog tip for life. Carrie's cry corner. Cry. Cry. Anyways, Sparty's napping, bro. Yeah, man. He says naps is what gets him through the day between snacks. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, this is a true story. This is a true story. I probably leave my house like six times a day. Every time I come home, the pantry door is open. You know why? Because <laughs> Carrie's been in there giving the dogs treats, and she can't shut the door to save her life. No, the dog stands in the door, and I'm not going to be efficient with my time if I wait for the dog. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Well, what you do is you toss the treat a little bit away, and then the dog yeah. will stand in the doorway. Don't just drop it straight down. Dude, that's smart. I know. Oh, my God. I'm pretty nifty like that. You are nifty. Yeah. I like you. Let's go take a nap. Let's do it, All baby. Right. I love wrestling and naps. No, there's no wrestling. Listen to that. Come on, baby. No. Hey there. Thanks for listening to Dogs Are Smarter Than People. Please be sure to like, subscribe, and share your heart out. These podcasts and more are at my website, carriejonesbooks.blog. There's even a little donation button there. Because even a dollar inspires a happy dance in Carrie. And Sean. But hers are much better than mine. His are funnier. So thank you so much for your support. The music you hear here is made available through the Creative Commons, and it's a bit of a shortened track. Who is the artist and what's the song? Well, it's Summer Spliff by Broke for Free. I love that song. He does. Just because of the name. He does. Thanks, Thanks for, listening. for listening so much. Do, 